ACCA, the world's most forward-thinking professional accountancy body. Hello and welcome to ACCA Me Talks Student Focus. I'm your host, Tahir Kapasi, Regional Education Manager at ACCA Middle East. Almost each of us might have admired toppers of our class, school, college, university, and at different examinations. We always have been curious to know the life routine of the toppers. At times, if given a chance, we might end up questioning them, the secret to their success. While thousands of students appear for the ACC exam, a handful of them bag the top positions and become prize winners. Now, what is really the secret to their success saga? The secret to their success is in their habits. It is the habits that help them outperform thousands of other fellow students. The daily habits of these prize winners set them apart from the league. They might not be born with special talents to top their exams, but instead inculcate habits that bring them success. In today's session, we speak to some of our top performers to learn their approaches that can help with scoring high in competitive exams. Joining me for this exciting discussion are Zainab Afra Abid, Regional Prize winner for SBR March 21 and AAA June 21 exams, Sinduja Sundar, Regional Prize winner for AFM and Global Prize winner for ATX June 21 exams, and Sayed Mohammed Muzammil, Regional Prize winner for Performance Management PM and Audit and Assurance AA March 21 exams. Hello and welcome everyone. So I'd like to open up with my first question to actually all of you. What made you pursue the ACCA qualification? What were your initial thoughts when you first started ACCA? So Sinduja, if I could invite you in to answer this question, please. So that's a good question. And actually, when I first, uh, when I was fresh out of high school, I didn't have any clarity what is going to be my future career path. So I was not able to uh, take up any specific degree. And I really liked accounting and I felt that ACCA is a, a qualification that will open multiple doors for me in the future. So I'm not restricting myself to any one path. And now looking back on it, I feel it was a really good choice and I have endless opportunities in front of me. Yeah, honestly, when I started uh, pursuing ACCA, I considered it as just another set of examinations because even I was just a 12th grade pass out. Uh, but then uh, as I got into the depth of the subject, such as uh, auditing and financial reporting, I realized that this was more than just an exam and it was more of a career. So also in ACCA, the computer-based examinations were something completely new to me because uh, I've always been writing a pen and paper examinations. Yeah, so for me, uh, just like Sindhuja, after completing the secondary school, I was confused as to which career path to embark on. And um, after a bit of research and a consultation, I thought ACCA would be a wise choice because of the limitless opportunities that it has to offer us. Listening to all of your points, I think it takes me back to my days when I was actually about to make that decision, you know, and I just freshly finished my school high school and, and considering what are my options ahead and, and pretty much a lot of what you all said kind of ticked the boxes for me in, in you know letting me come to a decision where I decided to pursue the ACCA qualification so well done. So moving on my next question is for you Sinduja. How did you plan out your qualification journey? 
did you think taking support from a qualified tutor or an approved learning partner was necessary? Uh, I was the global prize winner for the advanced taxation exam and the uh, regional prize winner for advanced financial management in June 21 sitting. In AFM, I studied with an approved learning partner, whereas for taxation, I went with a combination of self-study along with a lot of guidance from a private tutor for revisions, mock exams, and doubt clearing. Both of these approaches worked well for me, but I wouldn't recommend personally a complete self-study route. I felt that having a tutor or a lecturer really helped me uh, when I had to get my doubts cleared and my conceptual understanding became really strong. Also, I feel as a student when you're doing self-study, the volume of the syllabus is really vast and you can get lost in it and waste your time focusing on areas which are not that important for the exam. But if you have a tutor, their professional experience can really guide you in an exam-focused approach and also help you in structuring your exam answers for the exam, especially in the professional level. I completely agree with your point. I think um, you need to be extremely, extremely disciplined if you were to really consider studying and you know the the, the ACC the ACCA qualification as a self-study option I think self-study in a number of researches we've seen you know kind of leads to procrastination among students um, versus studying with an approved learning provider you know really gives you that good head start that you need you know towards preparing for a challenging you know professional qualification exam like the ACCA because they come with that assurance you know they come with that quality checks and we constantly keep monitoring them you know for the level of support they're providing to our students for the pass rates for the quality you know how students generally feel um, studying with them so definitely I would I would back that approach around ensuring you take up your studies with a professionally qualified learning provider Would, would you be able to tell us about your exam prep strategy? What did it take for you all to become prize winners? Uh, so the professional paper that I chose to attend first was SPR. And uh, SPR is just a, it's build, it builds up on the foundation that we learn in FR. So, uh, but the only difference is that it's more discursive. And um, one topic that I recall practicing well for SPR is uh, group accounts, since it is a definite question in section A. Uh, the rest of the paper is pretty unpredictable, so uh, my strategy was to cover the entire syllabus, including the technical articles, well before the exam day, and devote at least like three weeks just for practice. Now, the thing is, since I self-studied for this paper, I had to navigate my own way. I had to go through the examiner's reports, the examining team guidance to get an understanding of the marking scheme and their expectations. I also attended these uh, practice to pass webinars organized by ACCA, which were really helpful. Now, um, I feel like the reason that I could perform well in AAA is because I had a good foundation with SPR, since AAA is just an application of the standards that we learn in SPR. But the key to pass AAA is to know the answering techniques because we're expected to be very case specific. So if we state out some uh, rote learned audit procedures for the answers, we wouldn't fetch any marks. And that's the reason I, uh, I chose to enroll with an approved learning partner to be very well versed with how to answer each question to gain the maximum marks. Thank you, Zainab. And I think um, really well said there, you know, firstly, 
deciding to study with an approved learning partner. Secondly, you know, having a proper laid out plan and also engaging with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, study support resources that we have for our students. Indeed, sounds like you had the right strategy in successfully conquering your uh, ACCA strategic professional level exams. If I could, uh, you know, invite Sinduja to share her experience and your overall strategy around preparing for your ACCA exams, please. Uh, my main approach in all the exams in ACCA was practicing questions, especially past paper questions. And past paper questions are really important in the professional level exams. And I feel it's important to do this from the beginning and not just from few weeks before the exam. Uh, I usually, whatever topic we learn in class, I try to go back home and solve at least a couple of questions on that on the same day. And another thing is personally, I'm not someone who can sit and study for hours at an end and I get distracted, especially by my phone every two minutes. Um, so I felt it was very important to have a balanced life and do whatever makes you happy as well, uh, whether you want to hang out with your friends, watch a movie, uh, hit the gym. So make sure you have a good balance between achieving your goals for the day in terms of your studies at the same time doing something that makes you happy because when your mind is relaxed you're able to focus more and you have a more positive attitude towards your studies whereas if you're just studying for hours on a day um, saying I will switch off my phone I'm not going to watch any movie I'm just going to study the whole day then your mind just gets really burdened and whatever you're studying is not really going to have such a good effect on you so it's it's not the most efficient use of your time uh, when it came to advanced taxation, it was very important to be really well versed with the study materials because you have to remember all the tax laws, the rules, and although some tax tables are given to you, a lot of memory is also involved. At the same time, it was very important to practice a lot of questions so that you're really well versed with the application of those tax laws. On the other hand, when it came to AFM, I didn't really use any study materials as such. Uh, I used uh, my lecture notes and then I focused solely on past paper questions and the pattern for AFM is quite repetitive. So doing past paper questions is really helpful. Um, another thing that is really important according to me is mock exams because it helps a lot with your time management and you're also mentally prepared to solve the questions in an exam condition. And I agree with Zainab about the technical articles. I always made sure that I read the technical articles before going into any exam because sometimes the topics that are focused on the technical articles are the new topics which the examiner actually likes to test you upon. And uh, the last bit of advice I'd give here is that when it comes to optional papers, choosing the right papers is really critical. And think about what you actually are interested in because that's where you will do well. Uh, don't just follow what everybody says and go with the herd mentality because everybody told me that choosing taxation is it's a, not a good idea because it's a, most people choose uh, advanced financial management or AAA or APM. But I have a great passion for tax and I went ahead with it and that's what helped me become a prize winner. But if I had chosen a subject I'm not interested in, I might not have even cleared it. Absolutely. It was so it was so interesting listening to, you know, your your comments there, Sindhuja. And I agree to a lot of your points, specifically the points that you made around inculcating, you know, question practice from day one, because that's 
immensely important for anybody who is preparing for an ACCA exam. You know, you've got to, it's like preparing for a marathon. You know, you, you won't just turn up on the day and start running and expect to do the full 42 kilometers yourself. You know, you'd have to gradually get into the practice of practice of it. And I think question practice uh, starting from day one is, you know, a, a phenomenal idea because that is something that helps build your skills as well as your confidence level. And then everything around having a balanced lifestyle, you know, going and hitting the gym, I particularly like that, you know, will will definitely help students get that all round experience rather than crunching everything around, you know, the, the closer to the exam time. So really valid points and also picking up your option exams. I think it's, it's, it's incredible that you decided to follow your passion and you decided to, you know, take up the advanced taxation exam and you know pursue it and you've seen the results for that so thank you for your comments um over to you mazombil so i actually had completed my uh, first two examinations by self-study and uh, audit was my first exam for which i enrolled with an uh, approved learning partner for which i was a regional prize winner so i can confidently say that uh, there was a huge difference in not only in terms of marks but also in terms of my interest towards the profession and inter interest towards the subject. Uh, the revision classes, uh, according to me, are very important because uh, that is when we learn to implement the theoretical concepts that we learned in class. Also, uh, an important part of being in the class is uh, when I'm sitting in the classroom filled with people who are professionals as well as students. And uh, I got to learn a lot about not only the subject, but also the workplace experiences that they shared. So when I realized that uh, it was preparing me not only for the exams, but also for the real world where I'll have to execute all these uh, concepts. Excellent, Mazumbi. And I completely agree. I think peer-to-peer -peer learning is definitely a very, very effective way of learning. And you, 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 you surely get that opportunity when you, you know, go into a class filled with students and professionals that are like-minded, you know, sitting with you and, and you not only just learn from the tutor who's in there delivering that experience, that, uh, that experience, but also um, to some of your peers and, and fellow professionals that you meet alongside that journey. So definitely, um, you know, a very, very valid point. So I'd like to come back to you, Muzambil, for my next question. When, when committing to a professional qualification like the ACCA, what were the trade-offs in investing in your personal growth? Did you particularly have to sacrifice too many things, social commitments, family life, or was it all about striking the, the right balance? So I believe it's very important to balance your studies as well as your personal life. So the first thing, it's important to start your preparation on time and not delay things till the last minute. So having a schedule really helps since you'll be having a clear idea about how much time you'll be spending on your studies how much time you'll be exercising, how much time you'll be spending on TV and on entertainment, going out with friends and all that. So I feel with the right amount of work, you don't need to sacrifice on anything if uh, you're able to manage time efficiently. Absolutely. And I think you were spot on with that. You know, the key there was being able to have a plan. And then once you've got your plan and, you know, you stick to it and you follow it religiously, um, you start from day one onwards rather than, I think, waiting up to you know a few weeks prior to the exam which which i think in my view uh, some of the students you know practice and and i feel in most cases that leads to you know burnouts because you've got to maintain or strike a right balance you know in terms of your approach to the day i mean 
allocate a few hours to yourself, allocate a few hours to, to studying, allocate a few hours to, you know, your um, other priorities that you have. And I think that way you'd particularly be able to balance everything uh, in, a, in, a, in a better way. So well done. Well done for that. So Zainab, I'd like to come to you with my, my next question. And again, just sticking to what uh, Muzammil said, um, what is the significance of planning when it comes to pursuing a professional qualification like the ACCA? How would you advise a student ideally plan their exam preparation journey? Yeah, so uh, planning is very crucial for any exam. And um, while constructing a study plan, it's important that we don't just focus on completing the entire syllabus, but to master each key topic. So an example of a key topic in AAA would be risk. So we're supposed to understand how to distinguish between three types of risk, audit, uh, audit risk, business risk, and risk of material misstatement to score well. So once we are completed with the syllabus and are confident with the syllabus and have reviewed the exam technique articles, then we should proceed with the question practice and mock exam. So uh, what happens is that oftentimes we tend to underestimate the time required to prepare for an exam. But the reality is that the earlier we start, the better will be the quality of our paper and uh, you know our uh, chances of passing the exam. So yeah, and uh, another thing is that um, for me, I took like more than uh, three months for SPR, for uh, preparing for SPR. And uh, it might sound like a lot, but um, I think it was worth it because I could do well both in SPR and AAA because of that. And uh, another suggestion from me is that um, taking uh, coaching from an approved learning partner would uh, increase the chances of success because that's when, uh, you know, it makes our planning more effective and achievable. But uh, that too requires some uh, self-discipline from our side. Absolutely. Thank you, Zainab. And, um, you know, planning does make life a lot easier, especially when it comes to achieving a goal, because at the end of the day, we're all working, you know, as students, we're all working towards that larger goal, uh, which is, you know, getting up to the ACCA membership. But by the time we, you know, getting to the ACCA membership will be an accumulation of, you know, achieving those smaller goals, whether it is completing your, um, you know, examinations and progressing fairly quickly or achieving your PER and, you know, getting your PER, you know, your work experience done. Um, so setting yourselves those goals and when you set those goals, having a set plan on how you're going to achieve that goal is definitely quite critical. And I think you've, you've alluded to some very good plans around, uh, you know, you points around um, question practice around um, taking study you know support from a from an approved tuition provider using resources and you know ensuring that you've got uh, you've got a natural balance in your exam preparation approach so thank you very much for that so muzambil let's talk about exam pressure it is generally believed that um, you know well prepared students walk into the exam confidently now is that really true or or do you think fully prepared students feel anxious as well on the day of the exam I mean, what would you do normally to get over the exam pressure, particularly on the day of the exam? Uh, I completely agree with the statement that well-prepared students walk into an exam confidently. I feel being well-prepared starts with the belief that you have completely covered the syllabus and that there can't be any surprises in the exam. To ensure this, we will have to be thorough with all the concepts of the subject as well as solve as many mock test papers as possible. So solving 
past exam papers is when i realized that the exam pattern of aca remains the same so when you uh, solve the past papers and see the results that really boosts your confidence so my method of getting over the exam pressure would be pre planning uh, as we know audit is a vast subject so i had a clear timetable of when i'll complete what portions and so that leaves me ample amount of time later just before the exam to relax i feel uh, it's very important to make your own notes during the class because for me uh, the day before the exam i don't go through any study material i only go through my running notes that i had made during class and uh, just get a good night's sleep and on the day of the exam i just focus on keeping myself calm and giving my best during the exam these are some very fantastic points mr milan i think um, preparation is the key there you know if you are uh, truly well prepared you know i think you'd be a lot more confident walking into that exam room um, you know wanting to really conquer that exam of yours um drawing back to you know my days of when i used to go into writing my acca exams you know uh, preparation was the key i think being relaxed on the actual day of the exam also definitely helps you know cool off that anxiety i mean no matter how prepared we are you know there is always going to be that little bit of exam and you know anxiousness that anxiety in in anyone which i think is very normal for any student you know because you are walking into a zone where you know you it's it's an unknown you don't know what sort of questions are going to come in you are expecting to see a few things etc so it's very natural to have that little bit of anxiety but like you said you know if you've got it all right if you've done your mock exams which i think is a very very critical part of preparing for your exam so you know you go through a structured um process of tackling your exam you know you have the right strategy you start with tuition you take your tuitions with a properly qualified you know learning partner you do your revisions with them you inculcate a lot of question practice you do your final mock exams you know which is which is essentially um a way for you to gauge your full final exam preparation your your mock exam is is like a reflection to how you will perform in the actual exam so you know these are definitely the right steps in ensuring that you are progressing towards an exam that you will confidently pass going forward one final question to you know all of you uh, for in the interest of our listeners is um if you had one tip for our listeners on how to effectively prepare for their upcoming exams what would that be one one key tip so if i could uh, start with sindhuja please uh for me or if i had to give one tip that really helped me i would say it's quality over quantity what i mean by this is don't try doing every single question that you can get a reach off or finishing the whole question bank instead just keep redoing the same questions again particularly past paper questions till you get it right so that the concepts are really strong in your mind and this really helped me throughout all the exams so my top tip would be to start early be it for self studying or otherwise and to set study targets that are uh, achievable and realistic absolutely setting targets uh, that are smart which is you know specific measurable achievable realistic is critically important um, thank you for for contributing that to to our listeners today and finally muzambil uh, your one top tip Uh, one tip i would give you is that uh, you under you need to understand that these subjects you're learning is not for an exam but your career in the future so pre plan manage time effectively and you're good to go 
Excellent. Thank you very much uh, for your valuable contributions. Now, listening to the conversation today, you know, I'm sure all of our listeners will agree that mere studying throughout the day and burning that midnight oil won't serve the purpose, but smart study with a disciplined approach may do the magic. Indeed, practices and strategy to tackle exam preparations will do wonders. And if we do inculcate them, or at least try to develop these uh, practices into our lives, a lot can definitely change. There are some, some very good takeaways, such as you know having a structured plan, a balanced lifestyle, studying with an approved learning provider, practicing lots and lots of exam style questions, and engaging with ACCA study support resources can definitely lead to the path of success. So continue to stay focused, invest in yourself as you progress through to the ACCA qualification. Many thanks to all my guests on today's session. Special thanks to the ACCA production teams. Joining us next time on ACCA Me Talks Student Focus. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by ACCA. Find out how we think ahead at accaglobal.com.